This is the Beers and Fears Podcast. Don't you play movies? Movies don't create cycles. What is going on, Horror Nation? I'm Tucker Miller. I'm Rowdy. And this is the Beers and Fears Podcast. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're doing well, because we are doing fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, God, you... Careful. Careful, boy. Careful. Got it. Um... Oh, Ra- I filled my glass. Rowdy just uh, <laughs> filled that bitch to the brim. The head was sticking out. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. First yeah. taste. Yeah, not bad. I'll I, go ahead I, I and like taste it. it before you even tell them what it is. I like it. I mean, it's definitely uh, what it what it says it is. Yeah, it's um, kind of simple. Um, yeah. All right, so Rowdy, what did you do this weekend before we even get into uh, that? Went to a wedding in St. Louis. How'd that go? 30-minute wedding, like four-and-a-half-hour fucking reception. <laughs> Cash bar, had a few drinks. Had a Manhattan with uh, spiced rum. Mm. Really fucking good. And then, yeah. So is that the way to have a Manhattan now? For me, yeah. With spiced rum? Well, or scotch. I don't do bourbon, so. Fair enough. I did nothing. Fuck all. (laughs) Uh, I just worked and worked and worked and worked. And then I am here in this moment. Yeah. And I'm dreading every second. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So today's drink of choice is... The Bitburger Premium Pilsner. Yeah. It's Uh, a uh, German Pilsner, as it sounds. And, um, yeah, it's in uh, pints. Yeah, me and Tucker have been on a bit of a German beer kick as of late. And we've been kind of uh, having a little Oktoberfest during summer. Yeah, but... You can definitely taste that it is a German, like straight up German beer, though. Yeah, and it, it does. It, well, it does have a, the stamp of uh, approval. Yeah, it's funny that it was brewed in Bitburg because it is fairly bitter. Uh, For what it is, single hop. Yeah, so um, uh, bit. Bitburger, um, yeah, Bitburger Brewery was uh, established in 1817. It's a private brewery. Yes, sir. And uh, the can says, a bit ein bit, which means please, one bit. Which they're talking about a Bitburger Premium Pills, the Germany's number one draft beer. Mit Haller Tower und Bitburger Siegheil Hopfen. Nacht Deutschem Reinheitsgebot Gebrau. I ain't got a fucking clue what that means. You and me both. And I you're know, the one doing German. I know. Und means and. <laughs> a Bitburger is Single the hop. name of the beer. Single Hoffen. I'm guessing the the Siegelhofen 
is single hop. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, that's basic. And then it says brewed in Bitburg, Germany. Uh, not a lot to this. Um, where's the fucking ABV on this thing? Uh, there's not one. I haven't found it yet. If there is one. Um, so before we get into things, I'm still looking. There is, um, (laughs) there's no ABV on it. Or anything. There's no ABV whatsoever on this. It's a pint. Um, it's a pint point nine fluid ounce. Actually. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's interesting. There is no ABV on this. That's very interesting. If you guys know, and. What the ABV for this beer is, let us know in the Facebook community. I already looked on the bottom. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't know. Maybe in Germany they don't have to. They don't have to put. Who knows? Because this is a legit. This is a legit import. Yeah. Like. It wasn't like they, you know, made it for the United States. This is. They make it for Germany, and then they add stamps to the top of it so that it can be sold elsewhere. Um, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, but on brighter notes, um, we happened to try a goes earlier this morning, or earlier today. Not this morning. It was about, what, 4 o'clock? I have no idea, but holy shit, was it fucking sour as a motherfucker. Yeah, I... I, I don't think I had ever had a sour before, and holy fucking shit, that, this thing was like butthole puckering sour, and Rowdy's currently trying to peel the sticker off of it without tearing it, because the sticker on it's amazing. It's the only reason why I bought it, honestly. Um, the beer was called... Windless of Erasmus. 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 Yes. Windless it of is... Erasmus, made by... Nightmare Brewing. Nightmare Brewing. In Boston, I believe? Which, uh, the label on this thing is pretty fucking cool. You are making a lot of noise. I'm sorry. Um, We will post... Post? Post. post, We will post a picture of this. Yeah, it's it's really fucking cool. It's got, like, some old English-style villagers. And and they're all freaking out. Yeah, and some dude getting his intestines, like, reeled up. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's actually a uh, ghost ale with blackberries, black currant, and black sea salt. Yeah, um, not my, not my, uh, cup of tea. Uh. But uh, it wasn't, it wasn't bad by any means. No, it's just not my I'm type not, of beer. Yeah. And Honestly. Expensive. Yeah, it was like five fifty for. Uh, it was five, four fifty. Which I mean, of course, prices are gonna vary wherever you go, uh, or wherever you are. But, um, the 
um, what do you call it? The, uh, yeah, it's just relatively high priced. It, um, nor, for example, normally a, um, a craft beer is, well, a pint sized beer okay. is like two dollars. Just, just over two typically. Yeah, between two and three dollars. And this was like five and a half dollars. Yeah. And so it's a bit pricey. Uh six and a half percent. Yeah, and it oh my gosh, it's really good. It's good if you like that type of beer. Yeah, for I'm sure. I, I like the taste of it. I'm I just su- didn't care for the sourness. Yeah, I'm super not about it. <laughs> because it is bitter. Or not bitter, it's sour as fuck. Like I said, like every time I swallowed it, I'd have to like squeeze my mouth to like in on itself to make it like stop. Yeah. Yeah. And like like I said, it's legitimately like lip puckering sourness. Um but it has really good fruit notes to it. The black currant is really tasty. I didn't really get any like sea salt. I think Did that's you? That's part of what made it so soury. Is the like the the salty the yeah the the bite of the salt? Yeah. I didn't. You don't taste it though. Did you taste it? No, it, it didn't taste salty at all. Yeah, because I didn't taste it. Which any I, salt. I wanted to imagine it to be, but but uh, the black currants come across really well. I didn't really blackberries, taste. Blackberries, I think, was. You you tasted more blackberries than anything. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm not the biggest fan of blackberries, but, you know, like, I like to eat actual blackberries occasionally, but, um, to me, they have, like, this, like, tartness to them. That's, I think that's where a lot of the tartness came, came from. Yeah, and then most of the sweetness from, what's from, like, the black currants. Yeah. And this thing was about, um, was about as pink as the inside of your butthole. Oh, it was fucking... It was like fluorescent. It, it's almost like uh, the blood on Sweeney Todd. Yeah. That's what color and not consistency. That was just the color the, yeah, of it the and color. how opaque it was. Yeah, it was like super, super duper pink and super duper like foggy. It was by no means a clear beer. Like this Bitburger, oh my gosh, like... I can fucking clear. I can hold it up and I can see Rowdy's face through it. Like it's just like golden water. Which I mean, a lot of people might say that that's a bad thing. It looks like piss water, but tastes like a good German beer. Yeah. Which, if you're from Germany, it's probably a shitty Budweiser to them. Yeah, and I mean, basically. If you took Budweiser and you gave it just a little bit more flavor, that's more or less what this tastes like. Oh, yeah, for sure. So if if you like Budweiser, Coors, you know, just all those just regular old American Pilsners. Yeah, that's really like Miller Lite, all that bullshit. <clears throat> You're going to actually really like this one because it it has more flavor. It just tastes like an an amped up American Pilsner, and um, I do not think anyone would be disappointed. Now with the windless of Erasmus, or beef. Wineless, I don't know. 
I, I believe it's pronounced windless. I don't know. I'm guessing it's talking about whatever fucking yeah. contraption this fucking thing is. Um, I would be very careful. <laughs> if you have a sensitivity to the likes of malic acid, you're not going to like it because it's very, very, very tart, biting, and just extremely sour. It's good. Uh, I didn't expect it to be that sour since it's just like, I don't know. Like, are goes supposed to be that sour? I don't drink them. I don't either. So, I don't know. I might try more of them, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely an interesting experience. Yeah, I, I think I like them like as one drink and then go back to what I'm used to. Back yeah, to my Scottish. Yeah, you know. it's kind of like a, uh, like a, almost like a palate cleanser. <laughs> no, it's palate fucking numbing. Yeah, no shit. So, <coughs> other than that, other I mean, that, we've I've just been drinking uh, Scottish ale. Yeah, which is a nitro Scottish ale. If you guys are into nitros, this is pretty good. Uh-huh. It's got the drought flow system. Which has got a um, a, a widget yeah a, a built-in widget, and uh, yeah, it pours like every other nitro beer. It says Bellhaven Brewery, Bellhaven or Beautiful Bay, nestled amongst the rolling barley fields of Scotland's beautiful, and sorry, the the text is really hard to read on this. Fields of Scotland's beautiful east coast for nearly 300 years. No, I'm not going to do that. We've brewed in this place using only the finest ingredients. Continuing that long tradition, our signature Scottish ale is brewed from 100% Scottish pale and crystal bottle malts for a nutty biscuit character. Balanced with a suitable... Oh, nope, sorry. Hold on. Balanced with a subtle spiciness from Challenger and Golding's Hops for an all-around satisfying ale. This can contains a special fixed widget, which allows you to enjoy the smooth, full-bodied flavor of this unique Scottish ale. Do not tamper. Number one, chill for three hours. Number two, carefully open can. Number three, wait for head to rise. Number four, pour into a glass. Five, Relax, savor, and enjoy. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Uh, yeah, Bellhaven Brewery, Brewery Scottish Ale, rich, nutty, smooth, drought craft ale imported from Dunbar, Scotland, brewed at Bellhaven Brewery, of course. Yeah, uh, and then I think we ha- just have a couple more beers down here that aren't really anything special. Yeah, and if we crack them open, we'll get to them. Yep. At some point, tell you what we think of them. Uh, this is, I don't, Rowdy knows, I don't really like Scottish ales. I think they're... Uh, yeah, the last time we had you, or I had you drink one, you, I think, ended up drinking like three sips of it and I finished it for you. Yeah, so. they're just, they're just not what I look for. They're a little, to me, they're kind of the same way an IPA is for me. They're just, it's just bitterness and not much flavor. Which uh, IPAs, I mean, there's a shitload of flavor 
but it, I don't yeah, like no, pine totally. trees. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I, I get I get what you're saying. It, it's not for everyone. It, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's definitely uh, Scottish a, ales are a lot hoppier than a yeah, lot of ales. Yeah, are, and see, so. I'm not super big on hops. So if you are, if you're into Scottish ales, if you drink like some Scottish red ales, like uh, Kilt Lifter stuff like that, the Claymore. Yeah, uh, Bellhaven Brewery Scottish Ale, and you gotta. I actually like that one better than. And yeah, that's probably the best Scottish ale that I've tried so far. Yeah, you gotta make. I don't know if they make this in a CO two format, but the Drought Craft Ale one, which which has the the nitro widget in it, this is definitely the way to go. Uh, actually, in a bottle, in a bottle, it tastes better. Is it nitro in the bottles? Uh, not like this. No, I don't know if the bottles are nitro. Or nitrogen or not, but I would recommend trying it nitroed because not very many Scottish ales are nitroed, and it's a lot of beers other than Guinness are nitroed. Well, it kind of became a fad after a while for them to use nitrous oxide. It actually they started that shit back in the fucking fifties. Oh yeah, but um, and that blew my mind. I thought nitro beers was a bit of a newer thing. Clearly, it's not, but um. If you're if you're into Scottish ales, I would definitely recommend trying this nitrode because even though even though I I, I don't really like Scottish ales. You finished yours. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, even though I don't really like Scottish ales, this was an interesting try. Yes. It uh, was interesting enough that I finished my glass. Because the first time I had it was this weekend. Yeah, and I had never had a nitrogenated Scottish ale, so it was very interesting. Mainly, all you're gonna get is like Guinness and um, some other craft uh, breweries. Milk stout, milk yeah, nitro. yeah, milk nitro from, from uh, Left Hand Brewing. Um, I think yeah, and ni- then the, ni- the nitro milk is uh, is a nitrous. Yeah, beer. and then there's a there's a handful of others that still do nitro mainly it's just craft brew stuff because um it's a little bit more expensive and guinness has got a like has been that way forever yeah and guinness is the only like mainstream beer company that you're gonna see that has nitro beers and not all of their beers are nitroed either in the cans they are yeah but if you get like um like uh, like Guinness on on some taps, yeah. Our some taps are CO two, and so if they don't have the the nitro tap, which you can tell because it's like it, any tap that's on the wall is it's not CO2. it's CO two. If it's by itself on the bar and it's like on a pillar that says Guinness, then you know it's the nitro tap. Um, yeah, definitely try that. That's, that's a good one. Even though I don't like Scottish ales. Yeah. So, um, other than that, before we cut to break, you want to go ahead and announce what the movie is, Roddy? I was going to talk about fucking working on cars all goddamn day. Oh, I mean, that works too. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, other than working on cars all day, we, uh, went ahead and decided to go and do Sinister 2. Yeah, this week, uh, just to kind of wrap up this little series. 
Yeah, we figured uh, we'd knock it out before a few um, bigger movies come out to the big screen. Yep. And we try to tackle those. So I think next week we'll probably end up doing Friday the 13th, get it out of the way mm-hmm. for the month, and then we'll go from there. Yep. But on that note, I think we're going to sit back, drink a little bit more, mm-hmm. and take a nice little break. Yep. And we are back. I didn't even know we fucking hit the button. <laughs> so, Sinister 2. I honestly like this one better than the first one. I, know, I think you're the opposite, right? Um, No, I, I do like this one more than the first. Okay. I could have swore last week you said you liked it. I like this one more than the first because it doesn't make you think... That it's going to have a beautiful ending and then fuck you over. That is true. You can tell when the jump scares are coming and uh, they, and they end, the same, end it the same way. Yeah, there's still shitty stuff. Always. Like, um, like the jump scares, like they're total garbage. But the rest of the movie is still fan fucking tastic. There's still one jump scare that'll get you. Oh yeah. And that one's actually a really good one. Yeah, it is. The one that really gets you, like the other ones get you but they you 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 more or less just get mad at it, but the one that gets you good, you're like, "Ooh, fucking got me." Yeah, I was like kicked back, relaxed and leaning back in my chair and I about went over fucking backwards. <laughs> Yeah, Rowdy about went heels overhead. So, um, yeah, that that part's great. The I don't know where these people keep finding these actors and actresses that that play such awesome roles. Like they they play their characters like almost perfectly. I, I still think he's not acting. The the <laughs> protagonist of this movie. I don't uh, even remember his fucking character's name. They, they, you don't get it. I think you get it in the first one for like two seconds. The deputy from the yes. first movie. Deputy I cannot. so and so. Yeah, um, I, I can't remember his name. But. He's literally called deputy throughout yeah. the entirety of this movie. Um, yeah, They probably say his name, but we're just f- fucking pieces of shit. So oh, I looked it remember. up. Even in, the, even in the IMDB, he is yeah. listed as deputy, so... Um. Yeah, he's back in it, and this one actually focuses more so on what happens, what's happening to the kids. Like you see, the yeah, kids they kind of show you the behind it. the scenes of the first movie, kind of. Yeah, if you've seen the first one, uh, instead of being from the outside view by not seeing what's happening to the kids, this one takes care of that for you. And it's set in the middle of fucking nowhere. And this one also begins the same way the first one did. Where it starts with the video or a movie mm-hmm. of one of the murders. So, you good? Yeah, I'm... Reading? Yeah. Uh, there's gotta be a fucking... I looked up both and there wasn't a name. What the fuck? Yeah, it's literally 
I'm pretty sure they say his name. In the first one. No, I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe he. Maybe she does. Because she tells him. She tells him her name. Yeah. But I don't think she ever asked for his name. Yeah. Uh, fuck you guys. Yeah, it's ex-deputy so-and-so for this one. Okay, so he doesn't have a name. Yeah. That's very interesting. This 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 man, uh, James Ransone, plays this role fantastically. He plays like a very awkward person in this one, which I mean, yeah. I guess he was awkward in the first one as well. Mm-hmm. But this one just takes it to a whole nother fucking level, and he portrays it perfectly. Definitely seems like he's not meant to be a cop. No, by no means, but he clearly does his work very well, and he seems to not <clears throat> not be the... the. He's not the tough guy kind of cop. He's like... No, he's like by the book. Yeah, whiz kid cop. And... Um, he almost reminds me of Officer Woody from Carthage. But Woody is a little bit more meat, like meathead type than nerdy. <laughs> but he still is like that awkward, like trying to be yeah. friends with the kids type person. Yeah. But um, I really like his character. The The twins. They're, those kids are some good fucking actors. Yes. Uh I think the one bit more so than the other, mm-hmm. but I'm, that could very well be the role. Yeah. Um, yeah, the one that plays like the asshole brother, I didn't think was as good of an actor. Yeah, I think that's just because he was given a more simplistic role. Yeah. It was just like be a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, but and, other than and that, kids, kids aren't very good at being douchebags. That is true. Like. Or at least portraying them. So, <clears throat> the the soundtrack for this movie, just as fantastic as the first one. These motherfuckers, no horror. Uh, that's also why they took so long to release the second compared to the first. Is because of the soundtrack? Well, just because of the people in the like doing this movie, writers and producers. Mm-hmm. They wanted to, like, they knew, like, they're horror fans, obviously, mm-hmm. so they know what makes a horror movie a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to make the horror movie they wanted. Yeah. Or, I can, like, they would want to see. I can so, definitely see that because, I mean, literally, other than the two or three jump scares that are shitty, or, yeah, the two, two shitty jump scares in this. Other than those, this is a by-the-book perfect horror movie. Especially for, like, a paranormal horror movie. Yeah, no shit. Um, uh, yeah, the soundtrack is fucking on point. And they kind of, uh, the first one is, like, where the fuck is this music coming from when they're watching, like, the movies? Yeah. Uh, this one, it kind of shows... Yeah, th- this time it's a a um, projector that is synchronized with a very small phonograph. And it, it just 
it makes those scenes of watching the film reels make a lot more sense because like yeah the first one uh he had no sound to go with him because super eight does not carry sound only images and so all this like music playing and shit at the same time doesn't really make any sense for the movie but of course they're not gonna you know make you guys listen to a or watch a scene an entire scene in silence and so they implemented the the phonograph with it and it's it's very tastefully done and it's creepy as fuck oh my god so fucking creepy and I, okay i love with the the first film that they watch the music starts out all it's like just like happy good you know like happy times folly music it's a do 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 and then it just like when the video changes, the music immediately changes too, and it's like, do, 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 do. and I'm like, oh fuck. And uh, yeah, that that uh, trend continues throughout the entire movie. Well, and as you watch, you know the the film reels, you notice that there's less and less and less happy music with them. Yes, uh, with the movies, yes. And so then the happy scenes, well, I don't want to call them the happy scenes, the not dying scenes, eventually just have no happy music with them anymore. Like, it's just all creepy, fucking ominous music. music. Um, And then even the parts that aren't even with the movie, like the farther into that movie, the less happy-go-lucky music. Oh, yeah, definitely. By the end, it's just dark. Mm-hmm. Got the burps. And uh, another thing that I really like is the 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 mixed implementation of light and dark scenes. Yeah, they did like, a very good job Like, most of, that. of this movie does not take place at night. Uh, like like a good a good like fifty percent doesn't take place like at night, but the, the ghost kids and stuff of course happen at night and stuff. They, but like they also happen during the day though. Yeah, but um, uh, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like a lot of their scenes happen during the day. Most of his investigative scenes are during the day, and yeah. uh, and so that it gives you a very nice contrast of it's not just all things happening at night. It gives you tastes of what's happening during the day in their lives, too. And so continuity-wise, it's, you know, it's well-placed. And The drunk scene, though, is awesome. Dude, it's fucking on point. That that I'm like, you're drunk, go to bed. Because I'm like, oh, this isn't a movie. This is real life. This is what happens in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely, like. They wrote that scene exactly how it would happen in okay, real life. You end up, spoiler alert, <laughs> by the way, you end up like smooching on a person you had no intention of smooching and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, fuck, I need to go to bed. <laughs> so with. Uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. I'm sad. Uh, With like the lighting and stuff. Oh, 
Uh, I like how a lot of the, uh, the like, creepiest scenes are during the day. In the middle of the fucking day. Not even, like, yeah. sun up or, like, dust. No, it's just, like, mid-afternoon. And fucking Bagul is, like, stomping down the fucking hallway to come bust a motherfucker up. And it's, in the fucking it's bright yard. outside and shit. Yeah. Or he's just cold chilling in the yard and stuff. And so... It, it's it's kind of a breath of fresh air to see that when, like, nine times out of ten, all the bad shit's only happening when the big light goes off. And so that's really refreshing. Yeah. you have uh, anything else to add to that before the kill count? No. Well, not the say. kill count, but it's kind of hard to do, like, an, like, actual, an kill actual kill count. An actual kill count, yes. Death count, basically. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I mean... I agree with everything yeah. you just said, but quote unquote kill count starts off very beginning of the movie mm-hmm. with uh, opens up with the same style shot as the first one did. And it's burning crosses, and it's three people getting burnt on crosses. Yeah, three people crucified. Yeah, and uh, later on the first film that the kid watches is fishing trip and mm-hmm. uh four people are ate by alligators dude they're that, hung upside down that one i was like well that's creative because like a lot of these like from the first film i was like yeah they're creative but, but like like, eh. like oh you strapped them all up in a car and then burned the car down you're, or you you're you, so you, edgy um, you, you tied them to a tree branch yeah and had them and then hang cut the, the hang branch the tree yeah. branch yeah like yeah okay. that's just you had some you you took a physics class like yeah uh, but these ones these ones are legitimately creative uh, for the, the most part and i love it one is christmas morning mm-hmm. where again four more people uh, buried alive in snow yeah so they, they die they of hypothermic shock death. yeah um, which is really creepy because they can't move and shit, and then their eyes fucking follow you. The third movie mm-hmm. is a kitchen remodel, where it's three people who get electrocuted in a flooded kitchen. Yeah, flooded kitchen, and then the uh, power cord to like a refrigerator or something is. No, I think it was the lights or something. It was yeah. like a wall. Like yeah, it's two, just full two twelve. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like a like a like a two twenty or something, just like tossed into the fucking floor while the kid is wearing fucking rubber fucking yeah boots. rubber boots. And so, <clears throat> I really dig this one because this is one that um, used a lot more special effects because they had like the arm scorching because they were all tied from. Uh, wires that came out of the light fixtures up top. Yeah. And so it was like making a big, big old circuit. Yeah. So there's like, uh, if you have ever seen the videos on YouTube of people like uh, wood burning with electricity. Yeah. How it l- looks like. Yeah. yeah. Those like tree branching arcs. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what their skin looked like. Yeah. J- and it was like just on their arms because arms and like. Legs. That, yeah, that, like, that's where they were, like, the most conductive. And it looked it looked pretty interesting, like, and it was well done. That was a trippy as fuck. Yeah, uh, no shit. And then the last movie 
Now mm-hmm. you actually get to watch. There's one more, but you only get you to only see get to see it. little snippets of it. Um, and that one is Sunday Service, which mm-hmm. is fucking twisted. As yeah, fuck. it's fucked up. Uh, that was five people. Mm-hmm. And they're laid out in basically a pentagram. Yeah, and they're all each crucified to the floor. Yeah, their hands are nailed to the floor, and their feet are chained to the floor. Mm-hmm. And they have, and then they, they get they get fucking pots. They get outed by the mafia, basically. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but they have pots on their bellies, and they get rats put into the pots, and the pots is obviously turned like upside down, so it's. Holding the rat against And those get ratchet strapped to the floor. Yeah, they get ratchet strapped to the floor, and then hot coals get put on top, and if mm-hmm. you know anything about torture, the rats will chew through you to uh, get away from the heat. Yeah. So that's what happened. And then And they do it pretty more. quickly, yeah. too. Yeah, it's like... And it was crazy because this is the... That is the first... The first um, kill that you see that was assisted by Bagul. Yes. Because he unleashed the rats upon them. Yeah, it's so fucking twisted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and you see you see the rats come out of, like, the sides uh, of their yeah. body and stuff. It's fucking crazy. Covered in blood and shit. Yeah. Um, and then there's only two more, like, deaths in the, the rest mm-hmm. of the movie. Uh, so, just like the first one, one of the kids... Starts to kill his family. Kills fucking the burning crosses Mm -hmm. that are in the beginning or what happens in this movie. Except only one person dies instead of the three. Yeah. Uh, And that's the piece of shit father. Abusive. Yada, yada, yada. He gets toasted. Yeah, it's okay. You'll be happy. He's dead. His character's dead. Yeah, he gets toasted, and then deputy comes, saves the day, and uh, big old fucking chase scene. Mm-hmm. And then the deputy breaks the camera, so obviously can't finish the quote unquote movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bagul puts his hand on the kid. And basically turns him to dust. Yeah. He like... And like just decays him. He like super, super sucks him with with his life-sucking abilities. And then burns the fucking house down. Yeah. And uh, that's more or less how the, the movie ends. Which, sorry <laughs> if you guys didn't want to hear that, but... Um, so, Rowdy... One out of ten Super 8 films. This one, I think I like, since I, what I rate the other one is six. I would say, for me I personally, remember. I can't remember either. Uh, for me personally, I, I think it's about the same. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like this movie, mm-hmm. which I can understand why. I, for some reason, I'm drawn to it. I like it. Uh, I think on Rotten Tomatoes, it is like at a fucking four point whatever and it's like 13 percent approval rating with oh critics. god yeah, really fucking terrible but it's like all that with the critics and everything but 81 percent of people like it type thing yeah 
so the ratings don't do shit. Uh, but with all those ratings and stuff, it and how much it grossed uh, in the box office, that's why there's not a third one. They were going. They were planning on making a. Well, third he one. was also talking about making a TV series. I mean, all all that can still happen, but they, yeah. the reason why it didn't happen or hasn't happened yet is because they wanted to see how this one did, and it didn't do nearly as good as the first one. It still did really well, just not as good. Well, the first one made and like so they they noticed the d- billion they, or million. yeah they noticed the dip though yeah so that's why there wasn't a third one um but I like it I think. It just sucks because this one was set up to have another one after it, how they ended it. Yeah, definitely. To continue that. Mm -hmm. And since there's no end to it, it'd be Mm -hmm. one thing if they ended it how it ended. Yeah. Or how it would end. I I understood what you meant. So, (laughs) yeah, this one, I'd I'd say about a six. Mm -hmm. I'm still not happy with the ghoul mask when it's in lighting. Yeah. When it's in good lighting, that mask looks fucking terrible. Other I than agree. that, practical effects weren't terrible. The bodies, uh, getting ate by rats, that one wasn't terrible. A little bit, but not. But it was bad. it was on Super Eight Eight film, yeah. so it's like whatever. Yeah. So I mean, I could sit here and nitpick a bunch of things. But yeah, about a six, six and a half maybe. Yeah. What about you? I really wish I knew what I rated the other one. I think you were about a five or six. I'm gonna say six and a half for this one, because I really want to say I, I said like five or five and a half for the other one. But for people, for people who are listening to them back to back, and for the sake of continuity. What I am aiming to do is put this as either one point or a half point above above, uh, above the other one. Because of the fact that there's a lot more story to this one. There's, there's a few like complex outside stories going on with it. And they're actually interesting stories. And they're tied to the way the events play out. And so yeah. like, I feel like there's a lot more like story writing done on this one. There's and that, and there's a lot more backstory as to yeah, the ghoul yeah. And when did all start and yeah, all that shit. I so agree. Yeah, I, I yeah, and um, and I like the way that they decided to tackle the what what Bagul's seduction looks like. You know what I mean. Like, like how he how he, how he lures the kids yeah, in. Uh, I I like how they decided to like go that. that route and show you what it was instead of just leaving it all the mystery like the first it movie the, did to mystery and having it follow the deputy instead. Yeah, yeah, because they could have easily just done that and been like, "Did all yeah. carbon copy of the last movie we made, but just like more following a different person." Yeah, yeah, and they didn't do that, and I'm really happy they didn't do that. Um, I would rate it higher, but there are a few, a few inconsistencies that I'm not a fan of, but they're so minute. Yeah. It, they're just little nitpicks and they're not even worth it. 
like other, that, other like, than the fucking jump scare at the end. Yeah, and and the jump scares that automatically lowers it. So whatever. If you guys have a differing opinion to ours, you could always let us know by sending us a voice message through Anchor. That is in the show description. Hopefully. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. God only know knows. Anymore. Also uh, down in the show notes is a link to listener support. Mm-hmm. Listener support is fucking dope. Yeah. Uh if you guys want us to be like PBS, NPR, all that, you can donate, and this show will be supported by viewers like you. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically. Uh, just helps us mm-hmm. expand and be able to give more time. Yeah, and if you guys don't have money to pass on, that's fine. You can always go and rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher as Roddy opens another brew. Mm. Oh, that was loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Five you, star reviews. Those motherfuckers are gold. Mm-hmm. They're super tasty to the people who care about that. Uh, it It moves us up in the related search bar so that people can find us more easily, even if they give us a typo. Yes. Um. Besides that, though, you can always hit us up on our Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, show your love there. We are still doing a giveaway. Yes. On our Facebook page, which is at Beers and Fears Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, 125 likes. When we get to there, we will announce what the giveaway is and start gathering names. Yeah. It'll be like every other Facebook giveaway where we like, share. Yeah tag three people whatever um and when we get to 150 likes we will announce the winner um also if you get on our uh community or not our community page on our official page Mm -hmm. scroll down a little bit there's a link to our community page which is where all you guys can get together ask questions to us talk amongst yourself Dope post, dope ass memes, whatever your heart contends. Yeah, just basically a cool little chill spot for all of our viewers. And um, if you guys aren't into Facebook, there's always Instagram and Twitter, which are both at Beers and Fears podcasts, I believe. Instagram and, is, I don't know about Twitter. Um, yeah. Uh, Twitter is pretty dead we got about 14 followers we need to up that because i need you guys to be able to get information from me on twitter and our instagram you can go check that out it's where we do a lot of the like behind the scenes pictures some photography travel yeah what we're drinking all of that so if you want to see that you can head there if you're not into the whole social media thing you can always shoot us an email um, we have a delightful business email and, uh, lets me and Rowdy both know when we receive your emails so that we can quickly get to you guys and hopefully be able to, w- uh, respond within the first hour of you guys messaging us. Yeah. And that email is beers and fears podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Other than that, 
can't forget about our affiliates mm-hmm. uh, over at horrormerchstore.com. Mm-hmm. Best place to get your horror merch. Hell uh, yeah. figures, vinyl figures, seven inch figures. Yes, man. Props, masks, t-shirts, posters. T-shirts, posters. And other cool shit. <laughs> Bank ass exclusives constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you guys are interested in using our affiliate link so you can help us out for free because anything you purchased there, you would have purchased anyway. So if you guys want to help out with that, you guys can go to horrormerchstore.com question mark ref equals 113 to use our affiliate link. That is horrormerchstore.com question mark ref equals 113. That is H O R R O R M E R C H S T O R E dot com question mark R E F equals one one three. Uh, got it. Yeah. First try this week. Shocking. We typically do that about half a dozen yeah. times. But yeah. Go check them out. Use our reference code. If you buy anything, we get a small kickback. You're going to buy something anyway. Yeah, and so it doesn't charge you anything extra, so that's always cool. Um, And you know what? If you just want to go lazy to the max, but you still want to help out the show, just go share it with a friend. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Word of mouth. Best words ever. Yeah, best way to get it. So with that, I've been Tucker. I've been Rowdy. And this has been the Beers and Fears podcast. Catch you next week.